Hello and welcome to Trivial Tournament. This is episode two of our five episode series on the greatest kid show of all time. Let me introduce you to my four colleagues today. First off, Andrew. Andrew, how are you? Great, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Nice to have you back. Next up, we got JB. JB, how are you? I'm good, Wyatt. How are you? Doing good, King. Next up, Joe. Joe, how are you? Doing well, more of the same. How are you? Doing great. And news, last but not least. Uh, I'm doing good, Wyatt. I know that Andrew, JB, and Joe just asked, how are you? But I'm going to ask as well, how are you, Wyatt? I'm doing terrible now that you're here. <laughs> let's get <laughs> now let's, Let me go over the uh, the shows that are going to be on this episode. So uh, if you didn't listen to the first episode, we certainly would encourage you to go back and listen to that. That was a fun time. But what we do is we have 16 shows in each episode from one to four. And we're going to knock these 16 down from 16 to two. And those two shows are going to move on to episode five. Where the top eight, two from each episode, are going to compete to find the undisputed greatest kid show of all time. The uh, matchups for the first round of this episode are Pokemon versus Phil the Future, Powderpuff Girls versus the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Recess versus Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the series versus True Jackson VP. Then we have in the bottom half of the bracket, Hannah Montana versus Lilo and Stitch, Ben 10 against Danny Phantom, Wild Thornberries against Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie, and Phineas and Ferb versus Courage the Cowardly Dog. Let's go ahead and jump into the first matchup, and that was Pokemon versus Phil the Future. Uh, and what was a unanimous vote, Pokemon uh, has uh, advanced. So I will open up the floor and say, I liked Phil the Future. I thought it was great. I'm not really a Pokemon fan, but I do think that it is, it is almost uh, unfeasible to think that Phil the Future was a better um, TV show as a whole than Pokemon. I do think the ending of it was really scuffed. Uh, I do like the fact that we got to... Uh, um, I can't remember if it was AJ or Ali Mashaka, but like one of the Ali and AJ girls was like the uh, kind of like friend slash love interest. Yeah, it was a it was a fine show, um, but uh, I, I think Pokemon has to advance there. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Uh, one, we got Ali Mashaka from that, so you were close. Um, and two, I have to agree with everything you said. Really, it's really kind of hard. Like, Thor of the Future was uh, was decent. Like, and I have no really nothing to knock it. Um, you know, the ending was a little bit rushed, but. It happens. At least they had a proper ending, so I'll take it. Um, but when you're going against a show like Pokemon, I really there isn't a way I could justify voting against Pokemon in this situation. Uh, JB, you got anything to say about Phil of the Future? I wish I had watched Phil of the Future more. I think it would have been. I think it was a little before my time. All right, Joe, you got anything to say about Phil of the Future? Yeah. Um. No. I've never heard of Phil the Future, and I stand Pokemon so fucking much, so this was the easiest vote so far. All right, and news. Are you a stan of Pokemon? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I enjoy Pokemon, but uh, you know, I think against Phil the Future, um, I think Pokemon was going to win no matter what. Um, I, for me personally, Phil the Future was a bit before my time, so I didn't really get a chance to watch a whole ton of it. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the one big thing that Pokemon has going for it is that span like it has spanned uh, you know so many generous like quite a bit of generations. There's so many seasons, and everyone grew up watching a different season pretty much. So uh, you know, what might be my favorite memory of Pokemon may be the, you know different to to what Joe loves. So you know, I think Pokemon's gonna be a tough matchup for really anybody because anyone could have grown up and you know loved it. Yes, well, that's why it's our number two seed in the entire tournament. 
But next up, we will go to the Powderpuff Girls versus Grim Adventures and Billy and Mandy. And what was another unanimous decision? The Powderpuff Girls have won five to zero. Look at us, a bunch of feminists. Uh, I will say Grim Adventures, Billy and Mandy. Uh, I thought it was a fine show. I, I didn't mind it. it. It wasn't particularly the greatest. Uh, but, you know, it was something that if it was on, I wasn't going to turn the channel normally. Um, but I think Powderpuff Girls was was a much better show if you just look at the um, the storylines and how kind of the fight scenes are constructed and, you know, everything like that, and how it develops over time. It, it's just a better show. So I will go back to Andrew. Andrew, anything you want to say about Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? It was okay. I, I didn't really particularly love it. Um, and it says a lot. Like, I couldn't name anything that, like, happened during the series. Um, and... The premise was a little bit weird, kids talking to the Grim Reaper, but whatever, I guess. I mean, you do your thing, Cartoon Network. Um, and yeah, I, I really don't have too much to say about the Grim, Re the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Alrighty, JB, break down this Cartoon Network clash for us. Okay, so we have Powerpuff Girls, which it's Powerpuff, Wyatt, Powerpuff, not Powderpuff. That's when the girls play football for uh, a middle or high school. But uh, Girl Adventures of Billy and Mandy um, is an underrated show, I will say. Um, there is a lot of... Um, there's a lot of good memories from that show. Not anything specific, but just just the outlandishness of it, I think, with, uh, with, the, with the kids talking to the Grim Reaper. I'm pretty sure it was based off of a movie, right? It had, like, it, it's definitely a franchise, and then the series was just its series. Um, so, I think that, you know, Mandy was, like, obviously the the one who was, like, the smart one. Um, and she would kind of have to, like, you know, kind of drag Billy around, because Billy doesn't have a brain. Um, and then the Grim Reaper, despite being the Grim Reaper, still kind of dopey as it is. Um I think it was a good concept, um, it, uh, an odd concept at that, but I think a lot of Cartoon Network shows, to be fair, have odd concepts um, and less realistic than Disney or Nickelodeon do. So, um, yeah, I think it, it fit the Cartoon Network brand, um, but Powerpuff Girls is iconic to our generation, um, so that advances here, obviously. You know, I actually think Mandy and Billy's relationship is very similar to me and Joe's relationship. Joe, what did you think of uh, Billy and Mandy? It was okay. It was a lot of gross-out humor, which is low-hanging fruit for me. Uh, some of the characters were all right, but I don't really remember a whole lot compared to the Powerpuff Girls, which had uh, Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup, all the villains, especially him and Princess. So between the two... Powerpuff Girls definitely stands out a lot more. All right, news. Anything you want to add here? Nothing to really add. Um, you know, I never really watched uh, the what the Billy sort of grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. Never really watched it, so uh, nothing to really add. All right, well, we'll go to our third matchup, which was Recess versus Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. This was our first non-unanimous decision of the episode, and it was not only not unanimous, but it was three to two, and by a score of three to two. Jimmy Neutron is advancing. Andrew, me and you, we went recess. Shut uh, up. These people actually voted for Jimmy Neutron the series over recess? 
Yeah, I, I, you know, go ahead and uh, break down why Reese well, is he such did a great just, show. He just read the results, Reese. Andrew. So these incels and ingrates voted for Jimmy Neutron over Recess. Wow. Um. Okay. I mean, Recess was amazing. Recess, like, you wanted to go to Third Street Elementary School if you watched Recess. You wanted to be friends with T.J. Detweiler, uh, Vince LaSalle. Spinelli, Gus, Mikey, Gretchen. Like, they were all amazing main characters. And don't get me wrong, Jimmy Neutron was cool, but, like, the series was so cheesy sometimes. I couldn't, I couldn't even. And Cindy is annoying. Um, I, I can't. That's so sad. And, like, even, like, the side characters in Recess were pretty cool. Like, the Ashleys, um, the Diggers, um, like, there's just so much. Randall, yes, Randall. Um, Miss Finster, like I can't. I I'm so sad right now that Recess is out. I li- that was the first cartoon series I rewatched on uh, Disney Plus when I got it. It's because it's just so amazing. And if you haven't seen it, I really do recommend you watch it. And even like the movies they've made were pretty good too. So um, cliche, yes, but still good. I got I got to ask you uh, Andrew as somebody that uh, works in the education field uh do do you um do you see yourself as any of the higher ups on recess? No. Okay, well, that's good. All right, Joe, do you have anything to say about recess? It was a tough choice. Like I got into recess more recent than when it originally ran because again, I'm not a real Disney Channel person. I was always in the Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network camp. And though I have to say, I have to argue, why would you not want to be in the Jimmy Neutron land? Because you can go into fucking space and you don't need a helmet to breathe in space. And you got this fucking kid with a giant head that'll invent pretty much anything you want. So why would you? You're he right. Could probably invent right. a cure invent for the anything coronavirus, that you want, including an invention that literally almost got him auctioned off. You know, no big deal or anything. Like no, no biggie. Or an invention that almost made people, you know, disappear, die. I mean, no, no, no worries. Living in constant fear and danger or anything. There was also that one episode where he turned into a stupid person. Who she? No, Jimmy. Jimmy well, yeah. literally made himself stupid well, to Sheen, the point where he wouldn't have come back. Sheen was just stupid in general. Well, Sheen was smart for an episode, but then he went and got his own spinoff, which I it don't get awful. why. It was awful. It was so bad. If it was um, Planet Sheen in this, it would be an it would fi- it would be five zero. Uh, uh, JB, you know what? I I kind of assumed like just thinking about this in my head when I looked at the bracket, I was like, okay, let me let me think. Who I think is going to pick what? I kind of figured that you were going to be a Recess fan, so I am surprised by Jimmy Neutron. Was I right on that? Were you a Recess fan? Yeah, I was, and this was honestly out of the out of all of the ones we picked so far was definitely the hardest one. Um, I actually was really close to doing Recess. Um, the reason why I went with Jimmy Neutron, um, mainly because I have more memories of Jimmy Neutron than. Recess. I think Recess was slightly before my time, uh, and Jimmy Neutron was right at the peak of it. Um, I just, like, for me, I think, you know, it, it's weird because they both had movies. I think people forget that. Like, Jimmy Neutron started off as a movie. Recess had their own movie. I think I remember seeing Recess, that, that film, in theaters. Like, I remember that. 
Um, it's one of like the first movies I ever remember watching in, in the movie theater. So um, it definitely, but the thing is with Jimmy Neutron, I can ease, I can identify a lot easier the characters now um, than before. Um, and to me, I just have more memories and I can, I, I can tell you more about Jimmy Neutron than I can about Recess. Um, so it was a very tough decision. Um, I, I regret that this was a first round matchup. This was probably a second round matchup, uh, to be more fair, but recess, uh, is over a little early. Yeah. I'm um, right there with uh, JB pretty much. It was the same scenario for me. Um, you know, uh, I, I grew up pretty much, uh, on the Jimmy Neutron. It was all, it was constantly on all the time at, uh, you know, for YTV. So, uh, and I grew up watching YTV, like, that was a main channel for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, I feel bad for Recess. I know that Recess is a really popular show, but it was, you know, just like JB, it was slightly before my time, and uh, Jimmy Neutron wasn't. It was pretty much right at the right at the age when I was watching cartoons. All right. I, I You know, I, I like both shows. I, I picked Recess because, similar to Codename Kids Next Door, I just like, uh, I'm a sucker for these, like, uh, band of misfit-like shows where people who have uh, seemingly not a whole lot in common uh, kind of band together and, and work together. And I liked that about Recess. And I think there's a lot of really good, memorable moments in the shows. And I also think that the Recess movie uh, was pretty good as well. But upsetting, but Jimmy Neutron, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a good show as well. Um, we'll move I, on to I the will, next one. I will ahead, say, though, um, to be fair, when Andrew said Jimmy Neutron is cheesy, if Aaron Carter is part of your soundtrack for the movie, yeah, I, I have to agree. There is some there is some level of cheesiness involved. Hey, listen, Aaron Carter was a shit at one time. Like, you know, like people, people like to down talk him now because he's like a meth head or whatever. But like the dude beat Shaq. You know what I mean? Like he's legit. So I don't remember we'll that. On. Well, he did. He beat Shaq and he made him cry. Oh, uh, by the we'll way, uh, Wyatt, sir, can I just say this real quick? You yeah, said that ahead. you like uh, you know, you like shows with a group of misfits and like odd people working together. Yeah, that's why. That's why I like you. Absolutely. No, but you know what's a show like that? Naruto. I would recommend it to you a lot. Build the bridge and get over it. News. For those who did not watch episode one, I highly recommend you do, uh, because there were some controversial opinions by the podcast group. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> called the Wambulance or the Weebulance. All right. News, anyway, news, sub or dub, sub or dub. Uh, I, I personally watch sub. Oh let's my move God. On. Let, let's move on. Let's move All on. Right. Wyatt, continue, let's please. I can't the move on. matchup of the episode, and that is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the TV show now, not the movies, versus... True Jackson VP. Um, this was uh, another uh, close matchup with a three to two vote. And the show advancing is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Andrew, I come to you once Good. again. You voted the minority. Uh, Kiki Palmer, a queen. We all agree. Um, but what about True Jackson VP uh, made that show special for you? I never watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. I always thought Ninja I've always thought Turtles as Ninjas was a stupid concept. So I never watched them. So, like, literally by default, I had to vote for True Jackson here because at least I've seen it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's really Nick's best work at all. Um, I do like Kiki Palmer. Um, I think she's great. And that's kind of why I tuned in for some of those episodes. But, like, the series itself was pretty just kind of eh. But when it's up against a show I've never watched by default, it got my vote. All right. We'll go to JB. JB, you're the other person that went against uh, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, tell us what you think about True Jackson VP. I'm not. I'm also not a big Ninja Turtles guy, um, especially the series. I think the series was like. I think most people remember like the original original series. I don't know if that's the one we were talking about here, but Ninja Turtles is not my cup of tea. In uh, True Jackson VP, um, I, it, it's it was it was. I think if it if it aired a couple years before, it would have lasted a lot longer. Maybe had more um, appeal um, to a larger audience. I think that I look back on the show, and I think that once I think it was a little bit because um, it, it was portraying teens in an adult environment, and I think that's why it didn't get as much love as it could have. But once you like work in like a working environment in office space or, uh, you know, you're working in that, you know, you're working with people in office spaces. Um, I think that the humor to it kind of grows um, and you gain a more of an appreciation for the show, for the characters, uh, for all that. Um, the, the show had the show's characters. It was a wide range, not just, you know, true and, uh, and Ryan, Ryan Laserbeam, like, that underrated character on that show, Ryan Laserbeam. But, um, you know, Oscar was a great character on that show. Um, Amanda, another great character on that show. So, like, things like that. And also, the the True Jackson VP uh, theme song is, uh, it's trending on TikTok right now. So, it's in my head, and that, you know, has brought back a lot of memories. And for here, it's part of the reason why I voted for it, to be honest. All right, uh, I'll go to news next. News uh, was True Jackson VP. Anything that you watched uh, growing up? Uh, no, uh, but you know, I think this was a this was a you know pretty unfair you know matchup for True Jackson. I think that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is such a great show. It's probably one of the greatest shows that like uh, of all time. Uh, the evolution of each turtle is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> now I'm, I'm fucking with you. I've never, I've never watched a single episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I did like the movies. So uh, that's that's pretty much went uh, went into my decision. All right, and Joe, anything to say? I am not a huge Ninja Turtle stan, but I have never heard grown men talk about True Jackson for more than two minutes, so this is a first for me. And I don't even remember the damn show, so (laughs) I really didn't care which one won because I was going to vote it out eventually. Yeah, Kiki Palmer, a legend, okay? Like, we know this. Uh, but this this was a tough work, you know. I think as as long as I was watching Nickelodeon for this was probably the worst series I could think about off the top of my head. I'm sure there's probably some like one season kind of shows that I'm forgetting that were, were worse. But uh, but from what I can remember, this was like my least favorite. I did not enjoy it at all. I don't have any redeeming qualities for it except for the fact that it had Kiki Palmer on it. That's it. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, obviously a great franchise, a great brand name. Uh, not a huge fan of, of the uh, of the TV show, but like I said, I don't have a whole lot to say nice about True Jackson, so I have to go with Ninja Turtles. Moving on to the bottom half of the bracket, we had Hannah Montana going against Lilo and Stitch, the series. And this was, once again, another 3-2 to two decision. And the show moving on is Hannah Montana. Andrew, three times in a row you have voted in the minority. Lilo and Stitch, the series. Talk about it. Um. Okay, I actually... I'm not going to talk about Lilo and Stitch, the series. Um, I actually did not like Hannah Montana in the slightest. I thought it was terrible. Um, 
And I thought the premise of like you can't be who you are to be successful is a horrible message to send to children. So like I just I really couldn't get into it. And like what's his face on that show? What character did Moises Arias play? Rico? Oh my god, I hated Rico. Um so like I just unpopular opinion, I didn't like Hannah Montana. Um so it was not a vote for Lilo and Stitch because that series was also not that great. Um, the movie was better. The series was a letdown. I just did not like Hannah Montana. All right, we'll go to Joe next. Joe, was this uh, a vote for Lilo and Stitch, or was this a vote against Hannah Montana? Against Hannah Montana, hands down. I did watch bits and pieces of the series, but it was all right. Even though, even though Myrtle is a fucking queen, I stand. But Hannah Montana just sucks. Oof. News, uh, are you a Hannah Montana stana? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I actually really did like Hannah Montana growing up. Um, you know, the way that Andrew just changed like, the perspective of the show, I think it is interesting, but I think that's just the different ways that we view the premise of the show. Um, I personally, you know, when I originally saw the show, I thought that the premise was pretty, like, you know, realistic and kind of relatable, especially if you put yourself in the like shoes of, uh, you know, Miley Stewart. Um, I thought the show was uh, Wait, kind of... What? What? Did you say Miley Cyrus? No, but on the show she's called Miley. She's in the show she's called Stewart. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were referring oh. to the actual actress. I was going to say news. What's okay. her last name? No, listen here. I know you guys barely watch the show, but I'm trying to actually. I didn't barely give... watch the show, so don't come for me, please. I'm don't trying to say the character names. Anyway, nice try. So, anyway, listen, um, so... listen. For a second, though, I thought you were talking about the actual person. No, no, it's because in the show they use the actual like first names, but then they change the last names, which is pretty yeah. stupid. Anyway, uh, so it was really weird. So anyway, so I thought the premise was uh, was interesting and it was well done. And uh, I, I I really like Jackson, the the brother of, uh, and I like the dad as well, uh, Billy Ray uh, Billy Ray Stewart. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there you go. I thought it, in general I really liked the show, and I didn't really watch Lilo and Stitch, so it was a pretty easy decision for me. All right, JB, uh, tell us about Lilo and Stitch the series. So for me, Stitch is my favorite Disney character of all time. Um, But it's not because of Lilo and Stitch the series. Hannah Montana is probably like the one series that I could name every character like at the, you know, at the snap of a finger. And I can remember specific episodes, specific storylines, uh, you know, specific, like, very specific details about the show, and I can't necessarily do the same about that with Lilo and Stitch, and I think that matters here. So, um, as much as I love Lilo and Stitch, I'm much more of a fan of the movie um, that led to the series, um, but the series, for me, uh, not as much memorable uh, moments from that from the uh, compared to the movie, so... With that reason, I'm going with uh, Hannah Montana here, as it should have been. I'm surprised that you guys are so against Hannah Montana, and you're not really giving much of a reason. You're kind of just saying, oh, it sucks. Why does it suck? I'm curious. I did give a reason in case you were listening, unless you have marzipan in your ears. I I mean, (laughs) I was talking more about Joe than you, but okay. That's right. He has nothing to say. That's right. He's he's dead quiet. Well, that's more because I can barely hear you. Skype is cutting off. 
Oh, okay. Well, we could just move on in that case. I don't know. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, the movie. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I what? What, Jeff? You were muted. You were muted that whole time. I think why? No, I mean, I just I just started talking now. Oh, okay. So, so. Yeah. so Lilo and Stitch, the movie. I enjoyed Lilo and Stitch, the series. I did it. Uh, so I, you know, that's why I had to pass on it. Obviously, we'll get more into Hannah Montana, and you know, more importantly, Andrew's perspective on Hannah Montana uh, later on. Let's go to the next matchup. Uh, and it was Ben 10 against Danny Phantom. And by a vote of four to one, Danny Phantom is moving on. I want to jump to the person that said Big 10. The only person that said Ben, ben 10, not Big 10, Ben 10. Uh, go ahead and uh, say why you voted for Big 10. Who? Who's that person? That's me, News. I'm glad you asked. The reason why I voted <laughs> The reason why I voted for Ben 10 is similar to the Pokemon. <laughs> I, I don't particularly mind uh, Phil of the Future. I don't mind Danny Phantom. But I do think Ben 10 has, uh, you know, succeeded its show and is now kind of a brand. And I think as a brand, I have to go with it over a show that I don't love. And I didn't love Danny Phantom. Like, it was fine. Um, but that seems to be different from you four. So I'll jump to you, News. Danny Phantom, um, what's your thoughts on it? I thought I really enjoyed the show. I, one of the things I loved the most about Danny Phantom, which is the theme song. The theme song is so catchy. Um, and, uh, you know, I just loved it. But in general, uh, in this matchup, uh, I think, uh, what's it called again? Ben 10. I, you know, growing up, I could never really get into it. Uh, I, I thought the show was a cool idea and everything like that, but I don't know. It, maybe it was just because it was on. The, maybe it was because when I was watching cartoons, it was never on. But uh, you know, it was just something I didn't watch a whole ton of. But I do know that it's like you know, it's pretty popular out there. All right, Andrew, uh, talk, talk to us about uh, Ben Ten. Uh, I don't want to talk to you about Ben Ten since I've never seen it before. All right, JB, tell us about Ben Ten. I don't have much to add about Ben. ben All right, 10. Joe, tell us about Ben Ten. <laughs> Um, wow. Ben 10 is one of those shows I am going back to, and I have to say, the dialogue is kind of cheesy. Kind of cheesy. And Danny Phantom just had more memorable characters, and the ghost designs were a lot more creative, in my opinion, than some of the aliens. And I'm just not a sci-fi kind of person, which aliens kind of fall under, in my in my opinion. And lastly, I just remember Danny Phantom from a from a nostalgia perspective a lot more. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one, and that was um, Wild Thornberries versus um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and by a vote of three. Two. Ed, Ed, and Eddie advances. I go to Andrew again. Once again, you vote in the minority here. Uh, why did you vote for the Wild Thornberries? The Wild Thornberries was amazing when I watched it growing up. And, you know, it's probably before these youngsters' time, so I, I, I'm not shocked that they didn't vote for it, really. Um, you know, some people, you know, they like the low hanging fruit of stupid comedy that is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. But, anyways, um, the Wild Thornberry, I thought, like, although the premise might be wild to some people, I love the idea of, like, this girl being able to talk to animals. Not only just talk to animals, save animals. And, like, just the whole theme of, like, conservation 
treating people treating animals well um i thought the characters were amazing i loved donnie i loved darwin i loved debbie nigel eliza uh miriam i i like i loved all of the thornberries i thought they were amazing and like just to go on these cool adventures and like this is the one show that like kind of made me like nature um and i you know and against ed ed and eddie i just it was easy for me because you know i thought ed, ed and eddie was stupid so yeah yeah i i didn't uh you know ed and eddie is is comedic uh, but I did find it kind of a little bit of like low hanging fruit, kind of like lowbrow humor. Uh, Wild Thornberries, I do think, had like messages to it. And I do think that although the premise, as Andrew uh, mentioned, was a little weird in terms of being able to talk to animals, I do think that, you know, it's not like uh, uh, some of these other uh, cartoons necessarily had the most realistic premises, right? So I, I don't necessarily mind it with that. And even though we're not, we're just talking about the series here, I did love their crossover with the Rugrats and Rugrats Go Wild. Uh, so I am upset about the Wild Thornberries being out. I, I think it was a great show. Um, but we'll get into Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Let's go to news. News. Uh, t- tell us uh, why you didn't like the Wild Thornberries. Um, in this scenario, it was two shows I had never seen in my life. I and uh, but the things that when it comes to Ed, Ed, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie or whatever, fuck whatever. Um, like I just recognize the name pretty much. So I'm probably the wrong person to be asking. So uh, yeah. All righty. Uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, you got anything you want to say about the Wild Thornberries? Uh, I, of all the 90s Nick shows, it was probably one of the few I didn't really care for. As much as I love Tim Curry and Gretchen Wieners, I just didn't get into that one. All right, JB, do you have any opinion on the Wild Thornberries? I do. Um, Wild Thornberries is probably, uh, it was, if, if you put it against most shows, I'd probably give it to Wild Thornberries, but, um, Ed, Ed and Eddie is, uh, is, is great. It's classic. Um, I just, it was, this was another tough one for me. Um, but I, I think it was Darwin. I, I can do a good Darwin, I think. Right. Do you want to hear it? Go for it. jb king of impressions thank you i'm glad someone finally recognizes me what what the fuck was Um, that it was an impression joe did you not listening that that's donnie that was darwin that's what i said that was an impression oh my god yeah you you jealous joe I was afraid I was going to have to call, like, emergency services on you, Jeremy. Wow. Well, that, that's Donnie. Um, but with Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I can also do another impression. Go for it. This is my thing. Okay. That's a good one. That that's a good point. one, Jeremy. Thank I like you. that one. Thank I you, I like Wyatt. that one. Very creative. Um, yeah, we just lost, like, a bunch of a... listeners. <laughs> wow. Why to yeah. steal my Mufasa joke? Yeah. Trist. Bold assumption news. Wow. I think we have listeners, but <laughs> yeah. When I'll be listening to this later on, I'm gonna just go stop the podcast right there. There you go. All right. For the last uh, um, matchup in the first round, we have Phineas and Ferb versus Courage the Cowardly Dog, and by a vote of four to one, Phineas Ferb has advanced. Who voted for Courage the Cowardly Dog? It was me, of course. The reason why I voted for them is because I liked Courage the Cowardly Dog's uh, sick 
uh, demented, uh, sometimes sexual humor that they had on the show. Sometimes, sometimes they had some really weird stuff to be on a cartoon. Uh, they, they, uh, you know, it's not very politically correct. They did have a, a, a woman known as the carpet muncher. Um, so that was kind of odd being a little bit older and kind of watching that back and being like, what in the, like, how did this air, like, how did this get back Cartoon Network censors? But just the fact that it's kind of so meme worthy now, uh, I, I'll put it over Phineas and Ferb, a show I really never got into. Um, but let's go to, um, news. Uh, what are your thoughts on Courage Cowardly Dog? If you have any at all. No real thoughts. Never really watched it. So, uh, that's why. All right, Joe, you got any thoughts on Courage Cowardly Dog? No thoughts. I didn't watch it. All right, JB. Um, Curse the Cowardly Dog also just a uh, rough matchup here to start out with uh, with Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb, probably one of the last great shows from our generation, I'd say. Um, but I'd probably uh, vote for Curse the Cowardly Dog on some different uh, idea on, on some different matchups. But uh, Courage is great. Uh, and I, and the humor for it, it was different than other shows. It was very much, uh, it was very, it very much had its own genre, if you will. It was kind of horror, comedy, animation. Not a lot of shows could do that. Uh, and Courage Cowardly Dog did that, so uh, it should be, it should be moving on. But unfortunately, you just can't beat Phineas and Ferb. All right, Andrew, did you ever watch Courage the Cowardly Dog when you were growing up? I did. I thought it was stupid. I did not like it at all. Um, I couldn't get into it. It was like one of my least favorite Cartoon Network shows at the time. So, like, when I saw Phineas Ferb and Curse of Cowardly Dog, this was really an easy vote for me. Um, and, I mean, maybe, like, actually, I know. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even, I'm going to rewatch it. Like, let's not, after hearing this. Um, because I just remember just thinking it was so painful to get through sometimes. All right. Well, we will move on to the quarterfinals. So, gentlemen, get ready to send me your answers to these four next rounds. We have Pokemon versus the Powerpuff Girls, or Powerpuff, as JB would say. Uh, Jimmy Neutron versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hannah Montana versus Danny Phantom. And Ed, Ed and Eddie versus Phineas and Ferb. I will repeat again, Pokemon versus Powerpuff Girls. Jimmy Neutron versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hannah Montana versus Danny Phantom, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie versus Phineas and Ferb. Uh, for those of you listening, we appreciate you listening. Hopefully you listened to episode one. If you haven't, go back and listen. Episode three will be out next week, and then episode four, which is going to be the bloodbath episode, I would call, uh, based on the, the shows that we have on that list. And then also episode five, that's going to be our kind of finale podcast. If you want to get in touch with the podcast on Twitter, we are at Proviver. Uh, we also, you can hit us up on uh, at our email at Proviver Podcast Network. Uh, at gmail.com you know send us any type of bracket you think would be fun for the podcast you're more than welcome to do so feedback is appreciated all right let's get in to the first round so in the case of pokemon versus powerpuff girls by a vote of three to two the powerpuff girls have moved on news i come to you as an anime nerd okay um so I'm actually shocked right now because I thought people would like Pokemon more than that. I, I didn't know there was like a lot of uh, you know big Powerpuff Girl fans here, uh, but you know apparently there is. Um, you know personally, I do enjoy Pokemon. Um, I think it's such a big franchise, uh, but uh, you know I'm surprised. I thought this would be a juggernaut, you know, uh, of a show in this bracket, and I'm really shocked that it's out this early. 
yeah, it's uh, it, it certainly was an upset uh, going out. But we, we will head to uh, Joe, the other person that picked Pokemon. Go ahead and uh, talk your shit. 20 years Pokemon has been airing. Over a thousand episodes. It Iconic doesn't even describe how big of a franchise it is. And I can nerd out about Pokemon all day, but... So to keep it short, it was a tough choice between the two. I'm happy Powerpuff Girls is still in this, but I just had to give it to Pokemon because I just grew up with it for a long time. All right. Well, we'll go to uh, Andrew. Andrew, uh, tell the people why you picked uh, Powerpuff Girls over Pokemon. Um, I never really, really got into Pokemon. Like, even as a kid, like, I never, like, collected Pokemon cards. The only time I watched, like, I watched a few episodes of, like, Pokemon growing up and, like, like a couple of the movies, but I, I never got into it. Um, and the only reason I even voted for it the first time was just because it was against Bell of the Future. It was kind of just an easy vote that round. So my vote against it this time was a lot easier um, to make happen because it's against the Powerpuff Girls, which I actually kind of at least got into a little bit when it was on. So um, that's why my decision went the way it did. All righty. Uh, JB, same question to you. I'm very surprised at this result. Um, I just couldn't vote Pokemon because I don't have an attachment to it, whereas I did with Powerpuff Girls. Um, if, you know, get, but I mean, if you told 100 people instead of just the five of us, uh, I would imagine Pokemon gets about 90% of the vote or 85% of the vote. So this is a bit of a, uh, of an outlier given our group but uh nonetheless that's who's being uh we're the ones that are judge jury execution here not the mass public yeah what, what i'll say to that jb is i'm not sure it would have been 82 or to 20 or 90 to 10 i definitely think pokemon would have the advantage but uh, i think powerpuff girls I, I think a lot of people probably saw this as like the first kind of like female uh like a uh, protagonist in cartoons and i feel like over, that probably goes a long over... ways over Pokemon, though. I think so. I think so. You know, Pokemon doesn't, you know, just like it didn't, didn't reach out for three of us, it very well may not reach out for everyone, too, uh, unless you polled, um, you know, more, uh, I guess, like uh, anime-driven communities. Also, what I'll say to this is, yeah, like, who cares what 100 people say? We're the best. Like, we're the experts here, right? So, like, uh, what we <laughs> say... We got PhDs and everything. Is, I didn't watch this show. I didn't watch that show. Who cares? Yeah. We're the best. Okay, what we say matters. And what we said is the Powerpuff Girls. And, and similar to what Andrew and JB said, I just don't have an attachment to Pokemon. I, I think it's a big brand. I think it's a great brand. That's why I put it over Phil in the future. But I think over a show like Powerpuff Girls, which I enjoy and I also think is, is kind of a, a, a good message in the same way I talked about Proud Family uh, last episode. I think having kind of like a, a female-centric uh, um, cartoon is something that's obviously a, a good thing. So, um that's why I voted for Powerpuff Girls. We will move on now to Jimmy Neutron. Uh, went head-to-head against uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And this was a unanimous decision. Jimmy Neutron advances. Uh, does anybody want to say anything else about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Cowabunga. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the third matchup. And that was Hannah Montana versus Danny Phantom. And by a vote of three to two. 
Hannah Montana is advancing. Uh, the, the same people uh, that voted for Hannah Montana in the first round uh, voted for Hannah Montana here. Myself, JB, and News uh, against uh, um, Andrew and Joe. Uh, I will, though, throw this to um, Andrew. Andrew, do you have anything you want to say about Danny Phantom uh, since he's out of the tournament now? Um, rest in peace, Danny. You <laughs> are a Phantom. You did your job well to serve your people. Yeah, I'm sorry that... I'm sorry that some blonde-headed fake girl took you out, but it's okay. You will always have Wait, a special Danny place. Wait, Oh, yes, Danny Phantom lost job because these people support nonsense. They support no. I, I can't even... I don't even want to say it on on the podcast. Um. Anyways, thank you, Danny. Um. Unfortunately, you were not right. the right show to take out Hannah Montana. I will wait until the right show comes around to take out this show. All right. Uh, we'll go to Joe next. Joe, you also hate Hannah Montana, uh, but do you have anything positive to say about Danny Phantom? I guess not. JB, do you have anything you want to eulogize about Danny Phantom? Um, well, Danny Phantom, is he really... Is eulogize even a word? Uh, it is. It is, it is now, motherfucker. <laughs> it is. If it's not, it is now, well, but it is a word. Can Danny Phantom ever really die if he's a ghost? That's what I was going to say, man. Like, he's like, uh, like, we're woke here. He's a ghost in the bracket. And, uh, you know. So what? Like, it's going to be like the, the final two, and then Danny Phantom's going to come back and win? Uh, it could happen. It could happen. Okay. All right. News. Anything you want to say about Danny Phantom? Uh, you know, sometimes you want the best of both worlds, and uh, it just doesn't work out. Um, I think this scenario, it was a tough matchup for uh, Danny Fandom. Uh, I enjoyed watching Danny Fandom growing up, but uh, I enjoyed watching Hannah Montana more. All righty. Now we're going to get into the last quarterfinal that we have, and that was Ed, Ed, Ed wait, versus... Wait. What, Joe? You totally skipped me. <laughs> no, I literally said Joe, and you never spoke for like a good 20 oh. seconds. So, fuck you. <laughs> oh, because Skype fucking shit itself on me. <laughs> well, what, what, you want to say anything about Danny Phantom? It was a better show. I don't know why it lost, but whatever. Fuck Hannah Montana. Hey, wrestling. Spill the tea, Joe. Spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is an outrage. We're going to move on to the last uh, round of the uh, quarterfinals uh, for episode two, and that is Ed and Eddie versus Phineas and Ferb. And by a vote of four to one, Phineas and Ferb has advanced. The only person that voted against Phineas and Ferb was myself. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier I, I wasn't really a big fan of Phineas and Ferb. At least I liked Ed and Eddie. It, it definitely was kind of uh, dumb and, and stupid, uh, but I, at least I did chuckle at it. I, I really never liked Phineas and Ferb. Uh, does anybody here want to eulogize uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Nah, sure. move on. I'll go first. Oh, okay. nah. No, I'll go first. Bye, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. You're donezo. Bye. <laughs> Hannah Montana, look at your fate. It's coming. Andrew, uh, you know, you do realize that Ed, Ed, and Eddie slayed the Wild Thornberries in the first round. So I don't know why I'm you're sorry that these people are in grades. I'll be sure to keep that in mind. Alrighty. Well, wow. Way to say that about your fellow Hannah Montana hater. All right, fellows. We are oh, at. Joe, you the home. Don't worry, Joe. We are at the semifinals uh, here. Uh, so go ahead and send me your matchups or your, your winners for these two matchups Powerpuff Girls versus Jimmy Neutron 
and Hannah Montana versus Phineas and Ferb. Go ahead and throw that out there. And in the meantime, I will um, go ahead and tell the audience what matchups they can expect to see on episode three. So in episode three, we got a good little uh, matchups here. We got Scooby-Doo against the Amanda Show. We have Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends versus the Jetsons. We have George Lopez against Samurai Jack. We have the Fairly Odd Parents against Victorious. On the bottom side of the bracket, we'll have Hey Arnold versus Lizzie McGuire, Full House versus Ned, The Classified School Survival Guide. We'll have Everybody Hates Chris versus Rocket Power, and we'll have Regular Show versus American Dragon Jake Long. All right, let's get to the matchups. So, in the first matchup, which is the Powderpuff Girls, or Powerpuff Girls, as JB corrected me earlier, um, versus Phineas and Ferb, by a vote. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. Are you sure that's the right it, matchup? Can you fix that? Isn't it, isn't it Powerpuff Girls versus Jimmy Neutron? I'm so I'm so fucking tired. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm so I'm about to fall asleep just talking to y'all, man. I've been up for so long. I am I'm so fucking stupid. Okay, yes, it is, it, is, it is Powerpuff Girls versus Jimmy Neutron. I apologize. So in that matchup, Powerpuff Girls versus Jimmy Neutron by a vote of four to one, the Powerpuff Girls advance the top eight. News, you being. Uh, the 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 anti powerful girls of the group it seems. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, it beating Jimmy Neutron? Man, I must have I must have like missed like some like episodes of Powerpuff Girls. I don't know what made it so great that it's beating up, uh, like these shows left and right. I was surprised that it beat Pokemon, and now I'm even more surprised that it's beating Jimmy Neutron. Um, but you know what? Uh, sometimes uh, things don't go your way, and this is just one of those scenarios. Uh, I'll miss Jimmy Neutron, but uh, hopefully. You know, Powerpuff Girls goes out soon because I, I I really don't know what people see in it. Alrighty, um, I guess we'll ask anybody else. Does anybody else want to say anything about uh, the now uh, Dunzo Jimmy Neutron? I'll go. Um, you know, first and foremost, Jimmy Neutron should have been out against Recess, but that's beyond the point. Um, as a series itself, like you know, it started off with the movie, and I actually thought the movie was pretty good. The series was, it was okay. I mean, I, I, I you know, I watched it. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, um, and in this situation, it really was kind of easy when you have, you know, a powerful representation of three female protagonists being heroes, saving the day, which you don't see very often versus this show where you just have another plain boy being, you know, smart and doing stupid things with his genius intellect. Um, it kind of just made this decision pretty easy for me. All righty. Anybody else want to say anything about Jimmy Neutron? What a blast. Yeah, I will say that I really, I, I got to say, I'm not surprised that News did vote for Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron's got a big head, and News has a big ego. So I, I, I'm not too surprised <laughs> there. Um, but, uh, you know, oh nonetheless, Powerpuff Girls, top eight. Now, let's go to the last matchup of the night, and that is the second semifinal. The winner of this will face the Powerpuff Girls in episode five, and that was Hannah Montana versus Phineas and Ferb, and by a vote of four to one, Hannah Montana has advanced. Andrew, I come to you. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Joe, are you kidding me, Joe? Joe, oh, I did not. Joe is such Hannah a troll. Montana. I can't. <laughs> Uh, we got him turning on. on we got him turning on each other. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Okay, in my earpiece, 
I have heard that we have miscounted the votes. It is it is three to two, Phineas and Ferb. And I did this just to make Andrew mad. And now his blood pressure is high. Okay, exactly. So I, I'll jump to uh, JB. JB. Wait, 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 so, wait, so, so which one is that? No, Phineas and Ferb has won three to two. Oh, okay. I did yes. this just to make Andrew mad. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to jump to JB. JB, you were the Hannah Montana betrayer here, uh, but you've, you know, you voted for Phineas and Ferb the entire time, but tell us why you feel like Hannah Montana is inferior to Phineas and Ferb. Because I think that Hannah Montana, despite it being way better than what most people have said already here, Phineas and Ferb has a way of connecting to audiences from, you know, a younger age to teenagers to even adults i feel like um like even though it was on like the latter half of our peaks if you will it still resonated as much as it did and i think that that speaks volumes um and i mean like if, if i ask like if i go back then like if i you know go back in time 10 years and say oh do i want to binge watch hannah montana or Phineas and Herb? i'd probably go with Hannah Montana, but now I'd probably go Phineas and Ferb, just because what they do is so outlandish, but it has a humor to it, but there's like a realism to it, but there's not really realism to it. There's just and then the music, I think, is is very good in both. Uh, it's a very difficult decision, but uh, Phineas and Ferb is the one that resonates with me the most now, including and that was ultimately what the tiebreaker was for me. All right. Anybody else want to uh, say anything about uh... Uh, Hannah Montana. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and say uh, something. My bitch. Okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty surprised that Phineas and Ferb did beat Hannah Montana, but, uh, you know, I think that with Hannah Montana, it's just such a staple when it comes to Nickelodeon shows. Um, it, it was a great what at the time. It was a Disney show. It was Disney? I thought it was what? Nickelodeon. What? <laughs> Disney. My bad, sorry. Disney Get show. out. Goodbye. He's Canadian. Cut him a break. <laughs> They're sorry, all on one channel over there. Yeah, it's like it's not like really different. It's just all like combined. Anyway, so uh, when it comes to um, being a Disney show, sorry, I think it was great at the time. It, it had a gr- many great moments. I love the characters. Um, there was a lot of episodes where you know they did some. Uh, you know they brought attention to certain like topics, like diabetes, for example. They did a whole episode where like Oliver ended up being diabetic. Uh, and you know, someone with a, as someone who has a family, family history of diabetes, it was nice to see that type of representation there. Um, you know, and in general, the movies, I think the movie, the moment when Hannah revealed herself to be, you know, Miley Stewart, not Miley Cyrus, but Miley Stewart. Um, I think that was one of the bigger moments of the whole entire franchise. And I think everyone was freaking out over that moment. Um, you know, I think, uh, it's, I, I cannot praise Hannah Montana enough uh, and it'll be missed from this bracket. You know, what I will say is this, is obviously I think we're going to get, if some people listening to this, they're probably going to go with Hannah Montana um, because that was such a a cultural defining show. But what I will say is to all the people that that are Hannah Montana fans or, um, you know, don't like Phineas and Ferb or whatever, what I will say is like sometimes um, you're going to have to lose. It ain't about how fast you get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, so that's going to wrap it up. So, <laughs> just like to, just like how Miley Cyrus climbed over the guy that sang Blurred Lines. Yes. So, wow. So, 
just to recap here, uh, we have the uh, Powerpuff Girls will go against Phineas and Ferb on our episode five. And on the opposite side of the bracket, also in that episode, we're going to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender versus Tom and Jerry. So tune in next week when we take another 16 shows and rip each other's necks off in hopes to get our show to the top eight. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. And we hope that you'll tune in again soon. Bye. She really wrecked his-